Now back to Sports 56 Mornings. Good morning. On Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. Here once again, Greg Gaston and Eli Savoy. Welcome back, everyone. 9.06 the time. Final hour for us this week here on Sports 56 Mornings. Greg Gaston, Eli Savoy. Zach Boyd with you from the Family Leisure Studios. Currently 54 degrees. It's going to get up to 66. Sunshine. Beautiful, beautiful day. Then tonight, clear skies, 46. Tomorrow, a high of 58 with sunshine. And then partly sunny on Sunday for 71 degrees. It gets even warmer early next week. The weather looks to be absolutely fabulous, so take advantage of that. Ryan Miller from Creighton will join us in just a second, our good buddy. And then a little bit later on in the hour will be 10 in a row, the game show that has swept the nation, give you a chance to win a great prize package. Real quick, I want to tell you about one of our great sponsors. That's the folks over at Dinstals. They've been making chocolates and candies for 122 years. Strawberry season is here. Fresh strawberries dipped in that special sugar fondant, then enrobed in that rich milk chocolate. Nobody dips them like Dinstals. Take advantage of strawberry season. Get those chocolate-covered strawberries today. They're also dipping the grapes and the pineapple. So maybe you've had the strawberries, but not the grapes and the pineapples dipped in that Dinstals chocolate. You need to take advantage of all these great fr- Look, you get fruits, you get chocolate, they mix them together. Chef's kiss. It is absolutely out of this world. You can get those at five different Dinstals locations in the greater Memphis area. Laurelwood, Germantown, Carterville, Pleasant View, or downtown Memphis. Plus the Cashew Crunch, the chocolate-covered pretzels, the turtlelets, and all the great delectables from Dinstals. Dinstals has been saying I love you for over 122 years. It is great to catch up with our good friend Ryan Miller, assistant coach, with the Creighton Blue Jays, you can follow Coach on Twitter at Coach Ryan Miller. Creighton now eleven and five in conference play and twenty and seven overall. Ryan, how are you? I am doing great. Thanks for having me on, guys. Good morning. It's always great to catch up with you. There is something brewing there uh, at Creighton because you guys have played some great basketball. It seems like you're also getting better as we get closer to the Big East tournament and to the NCAA tournament. Yeah, I think this day and age of college basketball athletics, we had a good core of guys uh, already in the program, and then we had one or two transfers uh, through the transfer portal. So just getting taking that time to get on-court uh, chemistry working, uh, take a little bit of time, as I think it does in most of these college programs these days. Um, but once uh, we got it going, we got it going, and now we're in position to be in position, I guess, what they say. Yeah, for you guys coming into the and, and really going to last offseason, the fact that you were able to get Shireman, Kalkbrenner, Alexander, like all of these guys back, that, it, that is very rare to have that type of nucleus anymore returning. Uh, were you even surprised that, you were, that all of those guys came back? Yeah, I mean, you know, we have a – Coach McDermott's built an amazing program here. So we have a, we have a great family-orientated uh, uh, locker room uh, team. Um, you know, they had opportunities to go to the NBA draft. They're probably all both were in the second round, uh, projected second round picks. Um, so they selected to come back, uh, to give it another whirl here. We went to the lead eight last year and, uh, you know, I think they liked uh, their development that was going on here, the success of the team, the way the city of Omaha gets behind our guys. Um, I think all those things were contributing factors for those guys coming back that led to our, I don't think, uh, yeah, yep, go ahead. 
I don't think there's any question, Ryan, you hit some of those points. The team had played well. They loved being a part of that team, going to the NCAA tournament, the support they get in Omaha, as you said. But also, and I don't know what your situation is with, with, with NIL, but NIL has become a factor where these players who are not projected to be lottery picks and maybe not projected to be first-rounders, instead of taking a shot at being a second-rounder, they want to help their stock by playing more, but they also can make it a, a lucrative year uh, with NIL. It's changed everything in college sports. Yeah, I think that's pretty accurate, to be honest with you. I mean, um, you know, with, with the NIL, uh, college athletes have the opportunity to uh, utilize the name, image, the likeness to make money um, off the court. And, uh, you know, having those abilities, guys were for sure getting a two-way contract. The two-way is going to get them uh, with the escrow money around seven fifty to $800,000 a year. So um, to be able to offset a little bit that, uh, the money that they can make in the NBA or, or elsewhere with NIL uh, is a contributing factor to keeping guys in college longer. I think back in the past, without NIL, uh, both those guys, uh, all three of those guys, Trey, Baylor Shireman, and Kelkman are probably been uh, in the NBA who knows whether they be in the G League or they are on an NBA roster, but they all would have got two-way contracts, and the two-way contract is, you know, a pretty lucrative deal for a young kid. Looking at your team, I was, I was looking at a lot of your the, the Ken Palm numbers on your team, and it's really amazing because you guys are last in the nation at forcing turnovers, but yet you're 23rd in defensive efficiency. How do you pull that off without ever turning the other team over? Well, we have we start with the two-time Big East uh, defensive player of the year in Ryan Kelsbrenner. So he anchors our defense. So basically our philosophy is we're not going to give up threes. If you look at the Ken Palm on, on three-point field goal mm-hmm. attempts, we, we lead the country not giving up threes. Uh, we don't foul. We're probably one of the top two or three, if you look at Ken Palm, at fouling and setting teams to the free-throw line. So we play a math game. Uh, we lose the math game on turnovers, and sometimes we lose the math game in possessions if we give up a lot of uh, offensive rebounds to our opponents where we will lose the possession battle, but we try to not lose that possession battle too much, but we try to win the me- metrics uh, with three-point shooting, us getting to the free-throw range, jump shots out of our opponents. You mentioned three-point shooting. You guys as a team, 36.6%. I'm looking at the stats right now. A number of guys shooting over 40%, led by your nephew, Mason Miller, at 448 How pivotal for Creighton's success this year, and really – as long as you've been there, this is a three-point shooting team that is necessary to find those three-point shooters around the country. It's like Eli said, we don't force a lot of turnovers, so we have to win the math game by being efficient three-point shooting teams, and we have to get to the free-throw line. Uh, we don't get to the free-throw line as much as we like to. We're trying to improve on that a little bit. Um, we, when we do get there, we make them because we've got a good shooting club. Um, but, yeah, it's, 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 you know, this team was built, and we recruit three-point shooters. So uh, if you come to Creighton, uh, you better be able to make three-point shots because that's one thing we utilize in today's basketball game um, that Coach McDermott really really wants out of his teams and wants out of his offense systems, guys that can really knock down shots. Not, not just guys that can knock down shots, but the guys can knock down shots on the move, uh, off-screening actions, off-ball-screen actions, stuff like that. And then we needed one or two playmakers to get in the paint to utilize uh, paint touches to get, to get spray out threes. So all those things come to kind of get together to, to, to help us, have us, um, win the Matrix, win the Ken Palm uh, uh, analytics. 
with Mason, your nephew, um, getting that opportunity this year in the starting lineup against shooting the basketball extremely well. What have you seen in him, his development, um, and, and where he's you know where he's kind of projected to go over the next couple of years? Yeah, number one, he works extremely hard. I mean, any guy, any, any guy that shoots the ball uh, efficiently, efficiency like that, uh, with efficiency like that, spends a lot of time in the gym, especially when no one's there. Um, so he, he works very hard. Um, he needs to put on some more weight so he can he can play multiple positions. That, that will help him a lot through his development. But he's He's done a heck of a job. He came here, you know, 6'9", 160 pounds. Now he's 6'9", 185 pounds. If he can get that to 200, 210, he'll be, uh, he'll be really good. That's the only thing teams try to utilize him on, or uh, take advantage of him on his defensive end a little bit um, because he does play the four spot at, uh, for us. And some of these bigger, stronger physical fours will go at him a little bit. But he's handled it better and better as the year's gone on and his development just keeps getting better and better. So it's pretty exciting. It's pretty awesome to be a part of, you know, going through it uh, with Mike's son. Um, it's, it's challenging at times, but it's, it's a lot of fun at times too. Six nine one sixty. I, I, I can't, can't even imagine six nine one sixty. But obviously, you said he's already put on twenty, and hopefully for more. Sure. Ryan Miller's joining us, assistant coach at Creighton. The connections to Memphis with Creighton, it's incredible. Obviously, with you, Derek Kellogg on that coaching staff. You just yeah. mentioned Mason Miller. Uh, you guys also went out and got in the portal Jonathan Lawson. I know he's not playing a lot of minutes. What what has happened with Jonathan this year? Oh, Jonathan, I think he's just you know transitioned to a different style of system of play. We play uh, like we talked about a little bit unique system and style, and 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 to develop and get to understand the intricacies of what we do and how we do things has taken a moment for him. Uh, but he's been an awesome kid to coach and not. You know, it comes from obviously an awesome family uh, in Memphis, and uh, you know, as he goes on, hopefully, he gets more opportunities to play. Um, he could also come on a loaded team. You know, we're a top ten nationally before he set set, set foot on campus. Um, so the team had a very good culture, very good players ahead of him. Um, so I think he's learned a lot. I think he just gets better, and he'll have an opportunity, hopefully, at some point to uh, to show what he's uh, show the work that he's put in. You guys had the big win, uh, blowing out number one UConn the other night. Um, what was the atmosphere like, and, and did, did you see that type of win coming against the number one team in the country? You know, we know we're coaching a, a very good basketball team. Uh, you know, I'd be lying to you if I said we expected to beat UConn by twenty points because they're <laughs> a fantastic team. They're one of the best teams I've seen in twenty-one years coaching Division One basketball. Um, you know, obviously, they're coming off a national championship last year, and they have a chance to repeat this year. They're, they're smacking teams, but we like our locker room. We like our kids, and uh, we think we can compete with anybody nationally. So uh, them coming into Omaha, although we can't, we didn't see the way we won, uh, we had confidence that we could win the game. I think it's one of the most impressive wins in college basketball this season, not because you guys weren't capable, but we know Connecticut is that big physical team, as you talked about with your team, getting to the free throw line, shooting the threes, a different style, and your style happened to win in this particular game. You got St. John's on Sunday. You'll be in uh, New York City. The city's so nice they named it twice. But you guys are sitting in third right now in the Big East. How many schools would you guess from the Big East are getting into the NCAA tournament? You know, I think three for sure, obviously, us, uh, Marquette, and UConn. After that, it's going to see what happens. Yeah, it's going to crap shoot. I mean, there's going to be six teams get in, but it's going to be what, 16 teams, right? Um, 
possibly five, just if there's so much, uh, you know, teams knocking each other off. But um, it's going to be a crapshoot from there because those teams are all quality teams and they're all really good teams, whether it's Villanova, Providence, um, Seton Hall. Xavier, Butler, St. John's. They're all right there. It's just going to be how, you know, how the, how the season ends, you know. And, and I haven't looked at anybody else's schedule. I know our schedule is very difficult. We're at St. John's quad one game, Seton Hall quad two game at home Wednesday. Um, Saturday, Marquette at home, quad one game, and then we end at Villanova, quad one game. So four of the last five games are quad one games, the second toughest conference in America. So, you know, when you play these games, uh, the margins are small. Uh, you got to become ready to play, and it's going to be interesting to see how it shakes out. But, yeah, if you go past us, uh, you know, we're currently third in the league. If you go past us, it's, you know, who, who makes the shots down there? Who makes the tough rebounds and who makes the shots is probably going to determine – how many teams we get in, and which teams get in? How the how much do you pay attention, especially this time of year, to like the bracketology out there? As you mentioned, you still got some uh, chances to earn a lot more quad one wins, do some things on stretch. But kind of where do you feel like you guys might be seed wise when it comes to NCAA tournament time? Well, I think we're in control of our own destiny a little bit. I think we can get us high, and we follow it quite a bit because you know we want to make sure that the kids know the magnitude of games, and you know. Talking about St. John's again, they're on the bubble. We know we're going to the Madison Square Garden on Sunday. They're going to be fighting for their life. So the kids got to know, we got to know that they're trying to knock us off. But we also have to know that we want to be in position to win a national championship when we go to the NCAA tournament. How do you do that? The higher, the lower your seed line is has a lot to do with that. So every one of these games are huge for us. Uh, I think we can get as low as a two seed. I think we can get as high as a seven seed. Um, you know, obviously we'd like to be a two seed because um, I think that puts you in a better position to have a chance and opportunity to win a national championship. So these next four games for us and in the Big East tournament is critical uh, to see where we're going to sit when we go to the national uh, tournament. How much does last year's run in the tournament, and again with guys who have, were on that team, how much do you think that helps to have that experience in that tournament setting? Yeah, I think that's huge. I, um, you know, uh, having kids playing those games, the magnitude of those games, with the world watching, uh, and watching every single play, knowing the value. We lost on a one-point game to go to the Final Four on a free throw with two seconds left. Mm-hmm. Um, to have those kids understand the magnitude of every possession matters. It, it matters on every game, but obviously in the NCAA tournament, when you're playing the best teams in the country on neutral sites, you know, the margin of error is very low, um, and every possession throughout the course of a 40-minute game is, is magnified, and every one of them matters at a high, high level. It determines whether you... The possession at the 19-minute mark in the first half may determine whether you go to the Final Four or you you go home packing. So I think the kids understand that. If you go through those experiences, uh, you can can say it as a coach, but once you go through it as a a player and a person, you have a better understanding for those those experiences and those times that, that you go through those games. Well, it would not be a surprise to us if Creighton makes another great run in the NCAA tournament. They are... Obviously in a great position, sitting third right now in the Big East as they close out the regular season. Uh, he is Ryan Miller, Creighton assistant basketball coach. You can follow him on Twitter at Coach Ryan Miller. Ryan, it's always great to catch up with you. Best of luck. Say hi to DK for us, and we'll talk to you down the road. No, I appreciate you guys. Have a, have a good season there at Memphis and with the Tigers and Grizzlies. So, um Excited to see you guys on the road sometime. We might end up in Memphis, too. Uh, That's always yeah. a possibility. There's a possibility. So that would be a good uh, homecoming for, for some of our guys, DK and I and myself, and myself too. So, uh, yeah, 
should be fun. It should be interesting to see what happens. Best of luck. Thank you, Ryan. All right, thanks, guys. Yeah, so we were talking with John Varlos about the five best high school players in the last decade from Memphis, and he brings up Jonathan Lawson. Lawson with Mason Miller and T.J. Madlock, I believe, on that Houston team. And now they're together as teammates at Creighton. Yeah, which that, that Houston team was pretty darn good. Loaded. They, 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 had, a, they had a bit of talent on that Houston team. a pretty good team. coach, too. Moving can be stressful, folks, but when you get the professionals to help you, when you get the professionals to do it for you, black tie moving. Well, that takes a lot of that stress, a lot of the worry out of the entire process for you because you got a lot of stuff you're thinking about, focusing on, trying to figure out when you've got that move going on. You want to make sure you, the, the number one thing is you want to make sure your belongings are getting where they're going without any issues, without any problems. And that's exactly what Black Tie Moving is going to make sure for you that you don't have to worry about that. They're going to get it there. They're going to take care of it all for you. No problems. Folks at Black Tie Moving have been doing this for a long time. They know what they're doing and they know how to take care of you and your belongings. Whatever you need them to do and however much you want. Maybe you want them to do the packing and unpacking. Maybe you just need them to pick it up, move it and drop it off. Whatever. Maybe you need some storage. Whatever. They'll take care of you. They're going to work with you when you give them a call to come up with that plan that best fits what you need and fits your budget as well. Plus, during the move, they've got a moving concierge who's available to answer your questions. Anything that comes up, they're there to answer those questions for you. So if you've got a move coming up, call the folks at Black Tie Moving, 901-316-6196, or go to blacktiemoving.com slash Memphis. Talk to the folks at Black Tie Moving. Coming up with that plan for your move, you'll get a no-obligation quote up front so you know exactly what it's going to cost. Get the professionals. Don't try and do it yourself. Talk to the professionals at Black Tie Moving. When we come back 10 in a row, the game show that has swept the nation. We'll tell you the question when we return. We'll let you know what the prize package will be. But if you'd like to participate, I would say jump on the Sports 56 listener lines right now. Don't get shut out. 901-360-8255. That's coming up next. This is Sports 56 Mornings with Greg and Eli on Real Sports Talk. Sports 56, 98.5 FM. Broadcasting from the Family Leisure Studio. We are Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. Now back to Sports 56 Mornings. Good morning. On Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. Here once again, Greg Gaston and Eli Savoy. Welcome back, everyone. 928 the time. Grizzlies return to action tonight. They'll take on the L.A. Clippers. Has the injury report still not come out? Or is it out? For who? For the Grizzlies. I just talked about it earlier. Well, you mentioned you Jake mentioned Laravia. Anybody else on it? A lot of guys on it. They're, well, they're all out. <laughs> not, the, not the guys that are out. Jaron Jackson Jr. is probable. Okay, there you go. Uh, again, Grizzlies tonight against the Clippers. Grizz at 20 and 36. Won their last two games before the All-Star break. Clippers lose last night. So this will be the back end of the back-to-back. They lost last night to the Thunder, 129 to 107. Time now for 10 in a row. Not five, not six, not seven, not eight, not nine, but ten in a row. It's the game show that has swept the nation as ten in a row. If you'd like to participate, and please do, 901-360-8255. Don't be shy, 901-360-8255. We'll give you the prize package in a moment, but first the question. Since the NBA is back in action last night, 12 games, 10 on the docket tonight, NBA players who are averaging 20 or more points per game this season, NBA players averaging 20 or more points per game this season. What are the folks playing for? 
We've got a big prize package, including a $25 gift certificate to a gift card to Meddlesome Brewing Company. Ooh. Got a $25 gift certificate to Ferraro's Pizza down in the Pitch District. Got a $20 gift certificate to Crazy Coop out in Bartlett, where this afternoon, sports time with Brett and Bryant. They'll be broadcasting live from Crazy Coop. They got a big old event going on this weekend, their anniversary. They got all kinds of specials going on, all kinds of good stuff going on uh, out at the Crazy Coop. And they'll be broadcasting live with sports time today from 3 until 6. Also, a couple of Malco movie passes and a couple of free haircuts from Supercuts. That is is one heck of a prize package. So if you'd like to participate, 360-8255. Don't delay. Obviously, we need the guinea pigs. We need to... St- and sometimes they hit 10 in a row right off the bat. We've had people that have done that. So if you'd like to participate, and of course, if you won in the last month, you are ineligible. As Eli said, big weekend for the Crazy Coop. Big day today with Brett and Brian out there from 3 to 6. Uh, as I always say, you've tried the rest. Try the best. Go out and see those guys and try... Those delicious hot wings from the Crazy Coop. What makes them the best? Those 27 amazing chicken wing seasonings. Now, at this Bartlett location, 7199 Highway 64 between Appling and Kirby Witten, they have the full menu. So you can also dive into those half-pound burgers, juicy burgers, those catfish sandwiches, all the great sides like the fried okra, the fried dill pickles, the green tomatoes. And then they have another location. You want to zip in, get your wings, and zip out. The Crazy Coop Express at 1315 Ridgeway off Poplar, not far from where we are broadcasting from. But again, 3 to 6 today, sports time on Sports 56. Brian and Brett will be broadcasting at the Bartlett location, 7199 Highway 64 between Appling and Kirby Witten. Again, your question for 10 in a row, NBA players averaging 20 or more points per game this season, 36082. Five, five. We got some open lines. Let's get going, folks. First up will be Sean. Hey, Sean. Hey, what's up? Hey, Sean. All right, here we go. NBA players averaging twenty or more points per game this season. Paul George. Yeah. Jamal Murray. No. Three six zero eight two five five is the number. Players averaging twenty or more points per game this season is the question. Tremendous prize package. Some uh, new sponsors. They've been with the station, but new as far as gifts are concerned. Um, boy, I can go for a Ferraro's Pizza right now, but unfortunately, so it's Lent. I'm Catholic, so I can't eat meat today. That's fine. You can eat a cheese pizza. No, I can't because I'm not eating any bread. So I've cut out bread. I've cut out desserts. There's not much I can eat. You know where I'm going today? Humdingers. I'm going to get the salad with salmon on it. So, therefore, I can cover all my bases. All right, who's next? Next up is Mario. Hey, Mario. Mario. Hey, what's going on, fellas? What's going on? Tim Hardaway Jr. No. Tyrese Maxey. Yes. Pascal Siakam. Yes. Kyle Kuzma. Kyle Kuzma. Yes. Austin Reeves. No. Chris Middleton. No. Cam Thomas. Who? Cam Thomas. No. 360-8255 is the number. He was rolling there. Comes up a little short. Got some open lines. 360-8255. 360-8255. Again, $25 to Meddlesome Brewing Company. $25 to Ferraro's Pizza. 20 to the Crazy Coop. A couple of Malco movie passes. A couple of free haircuts as well from Supercuts. See if Dan can win that big prize package. What's up, Dan? All right, Dan. How are you? Good. Paul George. Yes. 
Jamal Murray. Yes. Tobias Harris. No. Miles Turner. No. Chet Holmgren. Yes. 360-8255 is the number. Andre next up. What's up, Andre? Hey, Dre. Hey, what's going on? Tim Hardaway Jr. No. Tyrese Maxey. Yes. Pascal Siakam. Yes. Kyle Kuzma. No. 360-8255 is the number. Looking for a winner here for 10 in a row. Next up is Anthony. Hey, Anthony. Let's try. All right, Anthony. Paul George. Yes. Jamal Murray. No. 360-8255 is the number. Open lines right now. So jump on board. Again, the question, NBA players averaging 20 or more points per game this season. We're struggling. Struggling out there. I thought, well, I thought Mario was going to roll through it. He got the uh, the stop sign with Cam Thomas. 360-8255. 360-8255 for an opportunity to win a big prize package. If you can win 10 in a row. How far did he get on the list? What, six, seven? He got down. Uh, Thomas was the seventh person on the list. 360-8255 to play 10 in a row like Aaron is going to do. He's up next. What's up, Aaron? Aaron, how are you? What's up? I'm good, man. How are y'all? Doing good. good. All right, so we left off at where? All right, here we go. Tim Hardaway Jr. No. Tyrese Maxey. Yes. Pascal Siakam. No. 360-8255. CD is next. Hey, CD. CD, how you doing? Good afternoon. I'm sorry. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning to you. All right, here we go. Paul George. Yes. Jamal Murray. Yes. Tobias Harris. Nope. Miles Turner. Nope. Chet Holmgren. Yes. 360-825. You would think Holmgren has it, but he, he doesn't average over 20. Cordell is next. Hey, Cordell. What's up, Cordell? Let's go. Tim Hardaway Jr. No. Tyrese Maxey. <laughs> Yes. Pascal Siakam. Yes. Kyle Kuzma. Yes. Austin Reeves. No. Chris Middleton. No. Cam Thomas. Yes. Jalen Duran. Yes. 360-8255. And again, open lines. Open phone lines at 360-8255-901-360-8255. 8255 NBA players averaging 20 or more points per game this season. If you haven't had a shot yet, it's your opportunity. Once again, that prize package is terrific. Making good progress on the one list. Getting down there. If you can get that one, you're getting pretty close. That's what eight now on that list. So you got a great opportunity. 360-8255-360-8255 to play 10 in a row. Folks at Genesis Diamonds. When it comes to buying an engagement ring, there's a, guys don't really know what they're looking for, but the girls, they know what they want. That's, that's for sure. And there are certain designers out there, certain things that they are looking for. And the folks at Genesis Diamonds, well, they've got all of those top designers, all of those beautiful rings from those top designers. They got them at great prices as well. And they got great people to help you find that perfect engagement ring. It's a big moment in your life. You want to make sure you get just the right ring. That's what they're going to do for you over at Genesis Diamonds. A lot of those top designers, no other jewelry stores in town have them. Genesis Diamonds has them. We're talking about the top of the line. You want 
want to make sure you get that, go see the folks at Genesis Diamonds. Of course, with the diamonds, everything you can imagine from natural to lab-grown diamonds, shapes, every shape, every size, and they're taking out the middleman direct importer pricing as well. So you're going to save money on that great quality ring as well. They've got unbelievable quality designer rings for under $2,000. It's not about price. It's about that craftsmanship, the quality, the detail, the individuality. Don't compromise. Don't settle. Go see Genesis Diamonds. Poplar and Perkins Extended, home to this, also home to the state's largest selection of luxury pre-owned Rolex watches, which you can check out over there. All kinds of great stuff for you at Genesis Diamonds. All right. Next up is Sam. Hey, Sam. Hey, Sam. Hey, hey, how you doing? Doing well. Paul George. Yes. Jamal Murray. Yes. Tobias Harris. No. Miles Turner. No. Chet Holmgren. No. Jordan Clarkson. Yes. 360-8255. Who's next? Next is Ken. Hi, Ken. Ken, you there? Can you hear me? Nope. Yeah, I can now. There we go. All right, here we go, Ken. NBA players averaging 20 or more points per game this season. Tim Hardaway Jr. No. Tyrese Maxey. Yes. Pascal Siakam. Yes. Kyle Kuzma. Yes. Austin Reeves. No. Chris Middleton. No. Cam Thomas. Yes. Jalen Duran. No. James Harden. No. Jaron Jackson Jr. Yes. There's your winner. Ken Ken. Ken Ken. Yes, sir. Ken, congratulations. <laughs> you are a Thank winner. You. Hold on. Zach will take care of you to get your big prize package. Are you doing second chance? No second chance today. No second Sorry. chance. All right, so uh, we didn't get to these gentlemen. Uh, we got as far as Jordan Clarkson, which is a no. So here we go, Eli. Final four to win the big prize. Jalen Green. Yes. Eh. No. C.J. McCollum. Uh, I'm going to go yes on him, too. Eh. Really? No. Jeremy Grant. Oof. I don't, know, I don't even know what kind of year he's having. I'll say yes. You are correct. Zion Williamson. Yes. Yes. That's 10 in a row. Congratulations to our winner, Ken. Yeah, I, I thought when Ken got the hard and I go, oh, he's going to miss. Because everybody's going to think, oh, he's averaging 20. or He's not. On a team, when you got Kawhi and Paul George, it's, t- it's tough. You're not going to average 20 or more with Harden. More than likely, he's going to be the distributor. And then Russell Westbrook comes in off the bench and is the distributor. So there you go. That's 10 in a row. We'll do it again next Friday. Folks, if you're ready for a new Silverado All-Star Chevy in Olive Branch, has financing down to 2.9 for 72 months or up to 5000 in cold, hard cash. Plus, you make no payments for 90 days, and your good credit deserves it. You're going to love all those Silverados, the Equinox, the Trailblazers, the Tahos. You're also going to love seeing this All-Star lot and showroom loaded up again with vehicles. You want pre-owned. They have them for you. Everything you want is here. Ram trucks, Jeeps, Nissan Rogues, the Traverse with the third row seating so you can do more together. Great as a family. You got a large family. You get the Traverse. You'll enjoy driving. I don't enjoy long-distance trips, but you're going to love them when you have the vehicles to do so with a big family, and that's the Traverse. Military, teachers, college students, healthcare workers, 
Listen up. You're going to get an extra $500 bonus because of who you are. At All-Star Chevy, they have everything you're looking for. If by chance it's not there, just ask Kevin or Jeff. They're going to get it for you. They're at least going to die trying. They're going to find what you are looking for. Remember, it's not South Haven, not Mount Moriah, not Bartlett or Collierville. It's Olive Branch. So come on out to All-Star Chevy this weekend. Uh, and if not, just go online. You can also shop online. So go to allstarautogroup.com. It's All-Star Chevrolet. All right, when we come back, final segment of the week. If you got something you want to get off your chest, 360-8255. We'll dive right back into the game on Sunday. Maybe it's lost a little bit of its luster from what we thought before the season started, but it's still going to be huge, and the Tigers are looking for a big payback to Florida Atlantic for last year. We'll talk about the Tigers and the Owls in their Sunday meeting in Memphis when we return. This is Sports 56 Mornings with Greg and Eli on Real Sports Talk, Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. Broadcasting from the Family Leisure Studio, we are Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. Now back to Sports 56 Mornings. Morning! On Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. Here once again, Greg Gaston and Eli Savoy. So there was no question that going into this American Conference season, everybody and their mom had circled this Sunday, Memphis hosting Florida Atlantic and Florida Atlantic uh, in Boca to end the regular season before the conference tournament down in Fort Worth. And while these are two, still two extremely important games, big games, it may have lost a little bit of its luster because of the Tigers not holding up their end. This is not one versus two in the conference. In fact, Florida Atlantic hasn't completely held up their end. But Florida Atlantic winning last night against SMU, winning by 10, albeit at home, are 21-6 and and 11-3 and in conference play. The Tigers will come in at 19-8, and and now in the conference, they are 8-6. and Obviously, it is a must-win for Memphis. It doesn't guarantee you anything, but it does mean if you don't, you have no chance to be a top-four seed in the American Conference Tournament. And even to be a top four, you're going to have to win the rest of your games. That's four more games, including Sunday, and then need some help. But I wonder how they respond to the response. They responded against Charlotte on Wednesday night and looked good in doing so. Now going up against a very formidable offensive team. Charlotte was not. Taking nothing away from Charlotte, they were known more for defense. They weren't. They didn't turn the ball over a lot, that type of stuff. SMU has some dogs. They have a big guy in the middle in Golden. Davis is an incredible player. It's a big challenge for Memphis. Can they take that momentum and that performance that we saw Wednesday and turn it into that on Sunday? I said yesterday on Sports Time, I think it's going to be a down-to-the-wire game. I think it's going to go possibly to overtime. I would be surprised. I guess I shouldn't be shocked if Memphis got clobbered. But I would be pretty surprised. I think Memphis learned a lot on Wednesday, and I think they're going to be ready to play. Reggie Texans is uh, Javon Quinterly is the key. 
He has to play all-out point guard. Go to the basket, get the ball to the open man, make them stop him. He can't play like a shooting guard standing around waiting to shoot. If he does that, bold prediction, Memphis wins out even through the tournament. Well, it's 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 possible. I mean, it's the odds are against them, but it's possible. Yeah, Quinterly is a key. There's no question about it. He didn't force anything. He played under control, was dishing, looking the pass first, hit a couple threes in that second half. That runner is a real nice one that he uses with the right hand and kind of floats it over the defender and banks it home. He's pivotal, but so is David Jones. And if I'm not mistaken, Eli, unless it happened sometime yesterday afternoon, there has not been any more news on David Jones, right? I should have asked Matt that, but I'm not sure if Matt even knows. You're not going to get updates on injuries in college. Yeah, unfortunately, you're probably right. But that's – he talks about Quinterly being a key. Well, if David Jones doesn't play, I don't think they have a chance. Jerry Palm's latest bracketology, the one for today's update, is out. Um, he still has Ole Miss among the last four in. Uh, Tennessee is at a two-seed still. Um he did drop Arizona with their loss last night to Washington State. Arizona drops off the one line. Um, the four one seeds now are UConn, Purdue, Houston, and North Carolina. So North Carolina moves into that one line with Arizona dropping down to a two uh, after their loss last night at home to Washington State. Mississippi State, um, he has in there as a 10 seed still. Um, so certainly on the bubble, but with that win over Ole Miss the other night, um, they are still at a 10 seed and Ole Miss falling to that last four in after the loss to Mississippi State the other night. Um, let's see if there's anything else. Certainly, obviously, the Tigers are nowhere to be found. Um, what's it, What's interesting, though? He is, has Florida Atlantic. Where the heck is Florida Atlantic? Where can I see Florida Atlantic anywhere? So Florida as a 12 seed. Florida Atlantic is currently in his bracket. Somewhere. Eight seed, maybe seven seed? I'll say I'll just tell you they're somewhere. Well, and he's got I'm South sure Florida. He's got South Florida in because South Florida right now is leading the conference. But I don't think I don't think South Florida's gonna win the conference tournament. I just don't. I, I know I'm going against the odds here because they have one loss in the conference. But I'm there's Florida later. They're an eight seed. Yeah. Not surprised. Not surprised he has them as an eight seed. Now, North Carolina getting in. As a one seed. That's a talented team with Baycott and with R.J. Davis. I still think at times they look shaky. Tennessee is in great position, I think, to overtake them to be a number one seed. If Tennessee can win the SEC tournament, not have a bad loss, I'm not sure what Tennessee has left on the in the regular season. Tennessee is in position to be a one seed. That was a... It wasn't a horrible loss for Arizona, but the fact that it was at home. Washington State has been one of the biggest surprises in college basketball this season. They go to Tucson, they win 77-74, and they sweep Arizona. They also beat them in Pullman. So you have two wins from Washington State over Arizona. Now, As you said, it knocks Arizona out of the, the, the top seed line from Jerry's perspective. But I think Tennessee is in position. By the way, this weekend, on Saturday... You have some titanic matchups. You have Houston and Baylor in the Big 12. Houston, the number two seed, Baylor the 11. A Houston win over Baylor, and they go on to win the Big 12 championship, I think Houston could easily be the number one overall. 
with Purdue having a recent loss, even though they crushed Rutgers last night, even though Connecticut is right there, they had the loss to Creighton. I think I think Houston could be the number one overall, and I think Tennessee has a chance to be a one seed. Uh, some other games of note: Duke in the ACC travels to Wake. That's Steve Forbes' team. It's always a tough place to play. Speaking of tough tough places to play in a different style, North Carolina goes to Virginia. And we've talked all week about, since the Ole Miss lost to Mississippi State, that how big these next two games are for Ole Miss, playing South Carolina at home at the Pavilion tomorrow. That game will tip at 2.30, and then Alabama. You lose both of them unless you get to the finals, I think, of the SEC tournament. I think that puts Ole Miss on the outside looking in. Uh, certainly tomorrow's a big one. Um you know, Alabama is a great opportunity they've got next week, but tomorrow um, would be uh, with a, a team like South Carolina, who's been really good, but lost two in a row coming into your place. Um, uh, it would be that Ole Miss needs a win tomorrow. Alabama will play at Kentucky, so another tough one for the Wildcats. Alabama 13th ranked. Kentucky is 17th ranked. Kansas will host Texas. We know how good Kansas is at home as opposed to on the road. Texas 17-9, a little bit of a disappointment this year? Uh, I mean, it's just brutal in the Big 12, man. <laughs> it's just it's, Somebody's got to lose those games in the Big 12. You ain't lying. You ain't lying. Connecticut will take on Villanova. Tennessee does host Texas A&M. And Auburn at Georgia, that could be a trap game. I know Auburn had the loss and, and maybe a, to Kentucky – and probably has woken up from that because Bruce Pearl won't allow him to um, sleepwalk through any opponent. But Georgia and Mike White, they've been okay. Not great, but they've been okay. They're 15-11 and 11 and playing at home. It could be a trap game for Auburn. The uh, We will have the Ole Miss game, obviously, tomorrow um, against South Carolina right here on Sports 56. We'll have Ole Miss baseball tonight. We'll join their game in progress at 6 o'clock. We'll have their game on Sunday as well as they'll be taking on High Point this weekend in baseball down in Oxford. By the way, with the uh, Sports Time broadcasting live today out at Crazy Coop from 3 until 6, they're going to be giving away tickets. Uh, they're going to have some tickets to give away for the Memphis-Florida Atlantic game on Sunday. Two four-packs of tickets that uh, you could go by there and register to win. And that's 3 to 6 today at the Crazy Coop out there on Highway 64. So go stop by, see them. Again, they've got some great specials, all kinds of great stuff going on all weekend long at the Crazy Coop. And uh, the folk, the guys this afternoon will have tickets for Memphis, Florida Atlantic on Sunday. And again, the Grizzlies back in action tonight. They will play host to the Los Angeles Clippers. The Grizzlies come in at 20 and 36, but really the record does not matter. There is nowhere for this team to go as far as the postseason, but there is a lot to be determined as far as the players, uh, what direction they may go with certain players. We gave you the health update as far as Marcus Smart and Desmond Bain. You will not see them for a while if you see them at all. I still believe Smart won't play again. I think Des will. And I do believe that Brandon Clark will get some action in a little bit later on towards the end of the season. But the Clippers come in having lost last night to the Thunder, 129-107. to That'll do it for us this week. want to thank everybody. Uh, you folks have been absolutely terrific for all these years, and we appreciate you every single day. Your calls, your texts, just listening to the program. It was great to meet some of you last night at the Cal Ripken event. want to thank our guests, John Varlas. 
Matt Dillon and Ryan Miller for being with us. Waldo and Friends on Sports 56 is coming up next. For Eli Savoy and Zach Boyd, I'm Greg Gaston. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you again Monday starting at 7 a.m.